Dear colleagues, only last year, when Hong Kong was given hint that, on the way to universal suffrage, a chief executive candidate should secure support for more than half of the nomination committee members, I have written an article to explain that this was infeasible because of strategic voting. The above requirement means that, in order to have more than one candidate be successfully nominated. Every NC member must be allowed to nominate more than one candidate, end up in a rare single-seat multiple vote mechanism. I explain the infeasibility with an example. Suppose there are initially four potential candidates A, B, C, and D, running for the city election. Based on their popularity, election platforms. And competency, etc., they obtain support from forty percent, thirty percent, twenty percent, and ten percent of NC members, respectively. Now, given that each NC member must cast two votes, two potential candidates who obtain more than half the votes from the NC members will become the C candidates. After a simple game consideration. NC members supporting A and B will give their second vote to candidate C or D, while C and D camps will give their second vote to each other. As a result, the stronger candidates A and B are screened out, but the weaker candidates C and D are chosen. The capability of C E so nominated and elected will only be worse than a C E elected by the Existing election committee. One year afterwards, the NPC has laid down the 831 framework, and the Hong Kong government has presented a motion to let go accordingly. The drawback of one-seat multiple vote mechanism still exists, and even worse because of the two plus n arrangement. When I say NC member would vote strategically, some people may argue that. They would not. A more scientific statement shall be: Some NC member will work strategically, and some would not. Then what would happen? Let's again adopt the scenario of four candidates A, B, C, and D, all accepted by the central government, with forty percent, thirty percent, twenty percent, and ten percent of support from the NC, respectively. Assume that. One thousand out of one thousand two hundred NC members are non-strategic voters. They will cast vote to all four candidates, so each candidate get one thousand votes at the start. We cannot blame a NC member for casting vote to a candidate with poor general popularity, if he also casts votes to all other candidates, because he may simply argue that. It is up to the public to vote for other candidates. In the remaining two hundred strategic voters, by ratio around eighty are supporters of A. They will cast the first vote to A and the second vote to D. The other one hundred twenty will vote for all B, C, and D, but not A. So finally, A gets one thousand and eighty votes, and B, C, D get one thousand one hundred twenty, one thousand one hundred twenty, 
and 1,200 respectively. Although A obtains the highest proportion of support from the NC and the public, he gets the least number of votes and fails to be nominated because of strategic voting of just a proportion of NC members. The NC cannot be blamed because A gloriously get 1,080 votes and fails. Although the above scenario is just one of more than billion possibilities, mathematically it can be shown that in general. 1. If a candidate obtains high general public popularity and at the same time he gains true support from more than half of NC members, he will be successfully nominated. Due to strategic reason, his supporters will nominate one but only one other candidate with worse general popularity to compete with him, so as to maximize his chance of being elected. The second situation, if a candidate obtains high general public popularity, but he fails to get true support from more than half of NC members, then he will be excluded by collaborative effort of his competitors' supporters. The former situation is undesirable, and the latter is detrimental to Hong Kong. Unfortunately, the latter may occur with a higher chance. Some people may argue that those non-strategic workers may not work for all candidates accepted by the central government. If so, they are not strategic anymore. They just work according to their own like or dislike and shall be classified as a strategic worker. Would an ANSI member worked for two candidates with similar political interests that he liked? It is unwise because there is a risk that both candidates be successfully nominated and a third candidate with opposite political interests also succeed. Then at the general election stage, the two candidates share votes from a same pool of voters with similar political interests and benefit the opposing third candidate. Some people say that regardless of whatever nomination mechanism, Working by a few million workers would always be better than working by the 1,200 members' election committee. With respect, such assertion requires more elaboration. On the other hand, there are counter-examples. In many countries, such as UK, the workers work for seats of the parliament, but not directly for the prime minister. Yet, this is well accepted. In Hong Kong, if the election committee is generally elected, the democratic crime may not insist on direct CE voting. Election methods is just a means, but not the end. Whenever examples from Western countries are quoted, immediate responses are those Western countries take few centuries to establish their existing political system and that the Western political system may not suit the situation of Hong Kong. But what is the logical connection between these responses and the counterexample? A further response is, there wasn't a perfect system in the world, and the so-called democratic election in many countries resulted in chaos. Is it then logical to deduct that we shall accept a worse system? We should not have a better choice?
and the world system would not result in chaos? A final argument is to pocket it first and to improve in the future. Or conversely, if we don't accept it, there won't be change in the future. In fact, nobody can guarantee what would happen in the future. It is possible that if we pocket it first, there will be change. It is also possible that there won't be any change. The crucial point is to compare the government proposal with the existing election committee. If the government proposal is worse as explained, there is no point to consider. KL.